Hey everybody, this is Moshe Fried and welcome to the very 138th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about who decides your worth. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So now that the school year is wrapping up, in many places it's actually over, in other places this is the last week or second to last week, whatever it might be, and especially coming off of these last two years of the pandemic that has been so chaotic for teachers literally all across the world, I was thinking about what we would be talking about over the summer. You know, some teachers are going to be teaching through summer school and that's great if they are able to do that. Others are taking a much needed break and that's great if you're able to do that. So whatever situation you might be in, I was thinking that if we can take the conversation to a place that is a little bit more relaxed because we definitely need to relax a little bit, um, but still something that is useful, that is provocative, that is thought-provoking provocative, the good kind of provocative and can stimulate us to be able to come into the next year in the fall to come back to school, recharged, rejuvenated with a stronger sense of purpose and just feeling good about coming back. I think that would be very useful. And so one of the things that I've you know, been dealing with a lot is who decides our worth? You know, teachers, nobody goes into education for the money. It's not the most lucrative profession. Um, and in our society, there's a very strong emphasis on you're worth what you get paid. And if that's the case, then it's easy for teachers to feel like they're not worth that much. Unfortunately, um, teachers, many of them are required to have side hustles, run second jobs, third jobs sometimes, just to make ends meet. And it's not the most prominent profession. So that's tough to deal with. And People don't even respect teachers the way teachers should be respected. So even if you take the money aspect, the financial aspect out of it, there's a lot of, you know, it's not great. It's not great for a lot of teachers. And it's really, really tough. And so the question is, who decides our self, our worth? Who decides what, that what, what we're doing is valuable or not? And the truth of the matter is that I, I think that it's, you know, there, there are a lot of people that make this decision. This is a decision by committee. I sometimes think of the old, I don't know if it's old, but for me it's old Pixar movie Inside Out where you had like inside the girl's head was all the different emotions speaking. And we kind of have that going on, um, not only in an emotional sense of different competing emotions going on, but different voices in our head, if you will, of telling us what we're worth. And And we look around and we do see, you know, the fact that, Certain professions get paid a lot of money. That raises their self-worth, right? Celebrities, actors, actresses, when they have an opinion on something, it carries a lot of weight because they're celebrities and they're famous and they're rich. So that kind of gives them that value, that, that worth. 
professional athletes are the same thing. These people must be very valuable. They must be making a very significant contribution to society. And clearly, clearly they are on some level, but teachers are also giving a tremendous value to society. And who decides the value of the teachers? It's not going to be decided by the money, clearly, because if it was, then teachers should be getting paid more than anybody because the future of humanity relies on teachers educating the children for the next generation. I mean, it's as simple and plain as can be. But when it comes to us, forget about it on a global level, but let's just you know, let's just zoom down to the down to earth. Let's make it simple for us ourselves. To a large extent, we determine our self-worth, but it's not just us. I'm not that naive to think, you know, people need to approve of us. Our supervisors need to tell us that we're doing a good job. Otherwise, we'll lose our job. And even if we are not losing our job, but if we're not getting that positive feedback from the people that are above us in the system, then it's very um, demoralizing. It's very demoralizing. You, it's very hard to come into any environment when your supervisors, when your superiors, the people right above you, don't approve of what you're doing, or they're just not even telling you that they approve of what you're doing. You know, it's so, it always reminds me of this time that we were demoing class stars years ago in a school, and one teacher came over to me and said, you know, you want us to be positive with all your kids, the administration is not positive with us. They don't give us this kind of positive feedback. They're always criticizing us. And, you know, I didn't really have an answer. But the point is that those people who are kind of above us, so to speak, in the school system, the principals, the administrators, they play a role in determining our, our worth. They can make us feel more valued. They can make us not feel more valued. And... It's important to keep that in mind. Another group of people is our peers and the people around us who are our colleagues, our co-teachers, the people that we work with every day. Even if the people that are in charge, the administration, doesn't make us feel valued, our peers can make us feel valued. And the value in that is that that's already something that we can contribute towards. Because if we make a conscious effort to make our colleagues feel valued. In many cases, they will reciprocate that and we can actually contribute to that culture of supporting one another. And that's something that is super, super important and it's really easy to do. You know, everybody's got to have at least one person in the building, one colleague that they can say, hey, let's make a conscious effort to support each other, to remind each other how valuable this work is, how valuable we are, how much, dif- how much more difficult this work would be if I wasn't here, if you weren't here. And it's a simple thing that we can do. It doesn't have to cost money. And even if you want to spend some money on it, a small amount of money will go a really long way because it's the thought that matters. It's the gesture. It's not the dollar value to a cup of coffee or something like that. And So that's the next group of people that make us feel valued. And finally, well, I shouldn't say finally, second to last, is the students, the kids that we work for. These are the reasons why we're here. These are the kids that we prepare for. These are the kids that we think about when we're out of school, when we're in school. This is the, you know, the, the, you know, rolling up your sleeves and getting into the mud is working with the kids. And when we are able to communicate 
our value to these kids, which is very, very simple. It's just letting them know that we care. It's being present for them. It's being able to hear them. And when we're able to do that, they will reciprocate. They will let us know. In most cases, some cases it will be difficult, and we've spoken about that in previous episodes, but they will let us know that they value us. And it's really, really important to put that, you know, to be cognizant of this, to be mindful of this, to realize that when these kids smile and tell you to have a great day, that's super valuable. And highlight this if you can. You know, sometimes kids will write notes to the teachers and teachers will tremendously value that. So it's an important thing to keep in mind, to be mindful of. And most of all, and this is the last but not least, is us ourselves. You know, if we understand what we're doing here, why we're doing this, we need to value ourselves. And it's got to start with us because when we value ourselves, then we realize we can do something. And then we could be more mindful of the way our kids value us. We could be more mindful of the way our colleagues value us. And we can initiate that. We can make sure that our colleagues feel valued. We can make sure that we're creating this culture of people valuing one another. And really, when it comes down to it, that's what a community is supposed to do. That's what a society is supposed to do. And that's something that's sorely, sorely lacking. And the pandemic in some places brought out the best of us in in certain places where we really pushed ourselves to the limit and sometimes too far, but we really rallied around each other and supported one another. And in other places, it just completely fell apart. And so if you're from one of those places where people really rallied around each other and you were able to see the strength of the community, and I've spoken with so many people, both in the education system and in general, who have expressed the sentiment, then realize how lucky you are. Realize how fortunate you are to be part of that kind of a community where the stresses and difficulties of a pandemic can really bring out the best in everybody. But if, unfortunately, you didn't have that, then, number one, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that you were not part of that. But recognize that maybe you hold the key to creating that. And I'm not talking about some revolutionary system where we're going to make the administration appreciate us or we're going to get a pay raise. Well, that stuff is great. But you could start with something very simple, something very basic. Recognize that if you go over to a coworker, you go over to a colleague, just like when you go over to a child and you let them know that you value them, how that makes them feel, and how that makes you feel. That's the first step of building a stronger community, building greater value in the community, and a greater appreciation for one another. So that's just something that I think is not too complicated to think about over the summer. We bring a lot of value. We really do. A teacher's greatest resource is their humanity. That's what they bring to school. That's what connects with with the kids. That's what lights up kids. That's what teaches people to value themselves. When you value yourself and you come into school and you value your students and you value your peers, there is this energy of value emanating from you and it becomes contagious. You might not realize it at first, but suddenly the people around you are going to start to feel it and it's catchy. It's catchy. We've all been around such people. We can all think back to people like this that we know. But for some reason, we never think that we can be that person. 
Let's try to think about that. Let's try to be that person and see how it impacts our environment. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.